Quantum Kickflip is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. Previously on Quantum Kickflip. Uh, you look out and, and you see all these people gathered around the, the finish line as the scoreboard lights up. Angus pulls Nick in for a hug and while they're hugging he says, I win. if i try and say the song's mine they're gonna sue me she doesn't even know what the song is about it's about the first universal movie monster that was a woman she was so badass you're pretty sure that you see the members of jet collective uh and they look like they're kind of trying not to be noticed In about half an hour, it would be very useful to us if there weren't a lot of security orbs around the main pavilion with the big Miper hologram. Think you can make that happen? There's an open space on the schedule. We need to get you in there. What, me? Play in front of everybody? Yeah, play play your song. So that way everybody knows it's your song before anybody else. Wait a minute. You're you're the guy who who crushed... Okay, uh, I'm pun... I'm punching. <laughs> You're the guy who crushed Melvin I- earlier. You're going to fight an orb and hopefully let Elliot pass by. Cyber, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> I guess Jet Collective is going to have to pull off their plans sooner than we thought. everybody welcome back to quantum kickflip a slug blaster actual play podcast i am your host your slug master robin uh, and with me are five of my best and funniest friends in the world and they're gonna go around and introduce themselves right now uh and they're gonna go in order of uh who's broken the most bones i really hope there's not a bunch of people with zero because otherwise this is gonna (laughs) suck well i've got at least one i've dislocated something anyone anyone beaten one Dang, what a bunch of safe nerds we are. Nice. I, I did it in high school in an improv class. I overcommitted to jumping off a table straight down to stomp on something uh, that wasn't there because the power of imagination. Uh, so I like <laughs> added extra force into jumping off a table, uh, fractured my uh, small leg bone, uh, calf bone, whatever they're called, and then uh, uh, fell backwards on the crutches while it was uh, fractured and made it a full-blown break. Oh, ouch. So. Dang. Oh. And, yeah. and introduce and your yourself for is... our listeners. And my name's Liam. I'm playing Lake. Uh, she's the heart. Amazing. Uh, Dave, I guess you're next. Uh, yeah, my name's Dave, and I am playing Chester Capone, who is the Grits playbook, and he has an awesome set of uh, powered armor. Uh, I chipped a tooth one time, so what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lena Anderson, and I am playing Angus Franklin. Uh, he is the Guts playbook. Uh, he has the skip mode runners, and as of last session, he holds the best time at the Scram Cat Crash Course in Multipalooza. I played a lot of basketball. Uh, jam my fingers, what good? So that's like pain. <laughs> <laughs> You've experienced <laughs> some pain. Uh, yeah. What's up? My name is Glenna. I'm playing Elliot Buchanan. She is the chill playbook. Uh, she's got a guitar and a cool voidware backpack. There's like a little pocket dimension that she can uh, take around with her. My name is Michael Vetch, and I was born without bones. <laughs> <laughs> and also, 
this is uh, uh, it's going to be a big, big challenge for me because I am playing Nick Lowe, a character who has a full skeleton. Uh, <laughs> and uh, in fact, my, my playbook is just called The Bones. Pop quiz, uh, how many bones a skeleton have? Two or three? That <laughs> yeah. sounds right. <laughs> Depends on the day. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm playing Nick Lowe, who is the smarts playbook. He's enthusiastic, sword-wielding, uh, running around, competitive, excite boy. And he, he came in second at, at the Scram Cat crash course. <laughs> Dang it, you. Uh, and as I already said, I'm, I'm Robin, I'm your Slugmaster, and uh, all of my bones are permanently fused together. But after 5,000 years, I've built up enough muscle mass to spontaneously break them and refuse them at will. Uh, like Shadow the Hedgehog in that one meme. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, so two or three bones. Yeah, see? All right, so let's start things off with a quick recap before we get into it. So, Elliot, you have had your song uh, stolen somewhat by uh, Ramona Nova and her manager. They've threatened you with legal action if you try to claim that the song is yours, and they intend to just steal it to use it as a Ramona Nova track. Uh, but you've recently been informed uh, by Chester that there is an opening in the schedule coming up, and you might be able to get up on the main stage and play your song for everybody so that everyone will know it's your song and not hers. Uh, speaking of Chester, you're currently trying to get, uh, Elliot backstage, uh, but you've been, uh, hung up by a security orb who has, uh, engaged you in combat, uh, and we were just about to start that off. Meanwhile, uh, Nick, Angus, and Lake, uh, you all just noticed what's going down with Chester. You saw this altercation begin. Uh, you've been tasked by Jet Collective to try and create a diversion for, uh, some sort of stunt or prank that they're gonna do. Uh, and you've decided that you may have to kick things off a little ahead of schedule. Uh, but I think let's start things off with our friend Chester. All right, so Chester, when last we left you, uh, this orb had just attacked you and uh, hit you with some sort of an uh, electricity-based slam. Uh, so you are currently being attacked by this orb. What do you do? I'm trying to grapple with it, and I'm like, as the electricity is going through me, maybe you see my, weirdly, my skeleton, because I'm getting zapped, right? I'm getting hardcore <laughs> yeah. zapped. And I'm like, I'm trying to lift up the orb above me, just like, ah! Is the, is the zapping still currently happening? Uh, yeah, let's let's say yes. Why? I I, <laughs> I want to know where you're going with this. Would you consider the, this this electricity to be uh, an energy attack? Absolutely, it is. I think uh, after his bad outburst of cyber woe, um, <laughs> uh, Nick actually suddenly realizes he can see Chester's skeleton, and that's serious. That's mm -hmm. not good. Anime has taught him that's not good. Anime taught you that. <laughs> Yeah, it happens in cartoons all the time, you know? It's some, some, some classic uh, po Pokemon, Ash, and Pikachu don't get along at the start of the series kind of shit, you know? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, what is what is Nick uh, trying to do here? Uh, Nick's going to drop his swag bags uh, and draw his Negatana and sort of do a charge over. Uh, then yelling at the top of his lungs, he'll be saying, Negatana 8th form, reflector reversal! And if he, he can thrust his sword into the beam of electricity, uh, he mm -hmm. will be using... Uh, the ref coding ability of the Nega Friction Sword, uh, deflect energy attacks by marking one boost. After, you can roll to redirect the energy as an attack. Whoa, nice. very cool. I was just going to say, while this is all happening, can Elliot do her classic patented uh, spin on her heel and walk like it ain't nothing and just try and walk backstage? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I think absolutely. All right, so Chester, you're grappling with this orb and it is actively zapping you. Nick, you're rushing into aid with your energy redirection attack. And uh, Elliot, you're looking to, to sneak by undetected and make your way backstage to potentially uh, get up on stage, correct? Yep. Yeah. Cool. So I'm going to get rolls from uh, Nick and from Chester uh, for the active attacks. And I'm also going to get Lake and Angus in on this very shortly. But I also want to just set up some some progress clocks here. So uh, in case they start to become relevant, because I, I imagine they might. So you guys are trying to create a diversion, uh, essentially attract the orb's attention away from the main Miper hologram so that Jet Collective can do a thing. So your your progress clock there is the word diversion. It's a long one. You guys got a, a a few successes to get there, but you can amp that up with things like kick and and whatnot. Meanwhile, the threat here is that if you if you do not create enough of a diversion, Jet Collective will be busted and not get to do whatever they're doing. Uh, so your threat clock is busted. Anytime you roll a failure, anytime something goes wrong on you, that that clock is gonna tick up. I've learned from last episode that I need to make your goal longer than your threat because you guys. Just handed lazy boy their asses so hard, so, so this one's going to be a little more challenging. And I really but we can still use a uh, kick to add more letters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. You can use kick to to cross off multiple letters off the list, and you can no p- problems to to. Uh, yeah, you got all your usual uh, uh, utilities available to you. Um, so those are going to be the the clocks that are are in play here. But there is also the possibility for each one of you to individually get hurt or caught or etc. And those aren't really tied up in these clocks. That's just the consequences of your own actions. So like, think about what you're doing in those contexts too. Elliot, you have a separate goal going on, so we're kind of kind of resolve your stuff separately. I don't think it'll need like a a progress clock so much as just a like you're gonna try and do a thing, and we'll see if you get to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think. Chester, you were kind of the first one to engage here. Let's get your... You were kind of grappling with this thing, and you wanted to try and smash it, essentially, yeah? Yeah. So my hope is that I, like, punch into it and, like, try to grab a hold of it and then take the whole thing, swing it down, and, like, starts punching it into the ground itself, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's get a roll for that, and let me know what you're what you're adding and what you're trying to do. Okay, so uh, I'm using the heavy-duty servos uh, to be able to lift and carry and slowly crush things in your hand. So I'm like, I'm trying to grab in and crush uh, and then slam it into the ground. So that's the baseline of it. I'm going to use uh, an extra die from from the uh, armor itself. I also want to use the uh, kick to increase the outcome of it. I'm going to use my sacrifice your body. So, like, the whole time this thing's zapping me, right? So, like, I'm almost like I'm willing to engage in it. It's shocking me the whole time. And I'm taking that to make sure I can get a few more punches in uh, that I can, if that makes sense. Yeah, give me a quick recap of what does sacrifice your body entail. I take a slam. Uh, and I mm-hmm. get plus 2d6 on an action roll. This slam cannot be noped, absorbed by armor, ignored with any ability, etc. You gotta actually take it, kid. So oh, I have boy. the extra dice from my armor, two from the sacrifice your body, and uh, the extra kick from the armor as well. Yes. A three, a four, a five, and a six. Amazing. You just got to say the biggest one. 
Yeah. Nah, you got to build that suspense, baby. And if I can, uh, if especially with the six, just like this is supposed to be a butter diversion, right? So like, if with the last punch, I like. It seems to be dead. I do like a discus throw, just like spin, just like ha. <laughs> so yeah, you reach in there, like you say, you you crunch the innards of this orb with your your power uh, glove, uh, and you yeah smash this thing against the ground, hurl it into the air, discus style, and uh, you added kick to that, so that's gonna uh, start you guys off right with two ticks on your diversion progress clock. Um, you do, however, get a slam from the ability you used, and that's one that you uh, that cannot be absorbed or or distracted or redirected. So unfortunately, Nick was was charging in to help you there and maybe redirect some of that energy. But before he got the chance, you were like, "Nah, I got this." Um, so I think you are uh, you're already zapped, um, like cooked, jolted, fried. jolt. <laughs> what, what did Lena say? Fried. Fried. We got fried, jolted, or cooked. Which. Yeah, dealer's choice. Chester, which do you prefer? <laughs> uh, I like cooked. Uh, so maybe my hair is just like frazzling out a little bit. You got that uh, like burnt hair smell coming out of them. As the uh, great, you have an extra armor box, it looks like, or, or from one of your abilities. All right, you got a couple more hits in you. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a Hulk. Don't mess with me. Yes. So Chester's been cooked, but that orb is is crumpled on the ground. But I think you made enough of a show of this that, like, there are more orbs inbound and you kind of hear chatter going on of, like... And again, they're all in that that sort of gruff, weird uh, uh, accent of, like, Hey, that guy's... That's the guy that got Melvin earlier. Oh, my God. Look look what he's doing to Frank. Oh, my God. We got to get over there. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is... Uh, we're pulling out. We need backup over by the side stage. Um, and you see several more orbs inbound. Uh, and this is where I want to check in with Nick. So, Nick, you were drawing your Negatana to redirect some energy attacks. There are orbs inbound. I think you still have the ability to do that. Yeah, if if uh, if we got some more, more energy incoming, uh, previous battle cry still holds. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I w- I've marked my boost to get the ref coding to deflect the energy attack, uh, but I can now make a rule to redirect that energy as my own attack. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. So. I think you are able to siphon some energy from the previous downed uh, orb that Chester was grappling with. Not enough to to spare him from being somewhat cooked, but you're able to like siphon a little bit of that away to redirect. And uh, and you got more orbs inbound, so uh, let's let's get that roll to redirect it at uh, at some of these other orbs. Uh, so yeah, I think then to try and redirect this attack at some of the other oncoming orbs. Uh, I'm going to mark a boost uh, as well as a kick mm-hmm. to, to try and make this. Uh, and I think I will. Nick will try and look cool in this because he he knows that part of our, our thing is we're going to try and start up this big distraction. And I think making it big and flashy is is going to be a, a good way to kick that off. Absolutely. So I'm rolling two d six with a kick on the result. That's a five. Mixed success. All right. Uh, so yeah, I think it's a matter of uh, as Chester had moved the orb down, uh, Nick was able to thrust his negatana into the stream of electricity that was already there, redirect and sort of arc it away from him. And he does a spin, and the energy is then fired off from 
his blade and it, it takes on the electricity takes on a crackling red hue of the blade as all the stuff always does you gotta keep with the themes here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it just goes firing out like very much like a, a red mana lightning bolt from magic uh, the gathering out at one of these other orbs yeah and I think with the extra kick that you added to this roll this lightning arcs between your blade and this orb and you see it sort of like super heat it goes from like a reflective silver color to like again the red hue of your blade uh, before just sort of sort of exploding into a bunch of reflective shards <laughs> and you hear one of the other orbs nearby go cripes um, <laughs> and you have uh yeah with that kick you've successfully marked another two slots on your progress track as well as just like y- you now have the orbs full attention uh and you hear them say oh, we need everybody down here come on everyone everyone to the side stage hurry it up we're going to get check in with uh, Angus and Lake and let you guys get in on this action. But first, I uh, I want to check in with Elliot. You were hoping to use all of this chaos to your advantage and, and slip by undetected. Yep. That's the plan. <laughs> I think that will be pretty easy for you to do. Um, but I do think I want to get a roll for it just because it feels uh, like an important enough part of your journey here that I, I want to see. Uh, I want to attach some consequences here. Let me know what you're you're adding to that, what you're trying to do. Uh, and we'll get a roll for this as well. As the chill, I always roll with plus one dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's all I got for now. Fair. I'm gonna, uh, like I said, classic Elliot Buchanan, walking like it ain't no thing, uh, and hoping everyone else agrees that it ain't no thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a six! Yeah! Absolutely amazing. Yeah, you're able to just stroll on past. It makes sense. There's all this chaos going on. There's orbs exploding uh, and lightning going everywhere. And it's it's carnage. Uh, so, yeah, you are able to just sort of saunter right on past. Yeah, and you're you're making your way to the backstage area. As you make your way over there, uh, you see, like, th- there's a band packing up. And you recognize a couple of faces uh, that you met earlier. Uh, Michelle and Riku from Elvira and Whistle. Uh, and they kind of wave you down. They're like, hey, uh, Elliot, right? You're back. Yeah, I um heard a spot opened up and I'm going to take it. Oh, yeah, Petey probably. Yeah, word is he got picked up by rescue. It's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so what, you're just going to wander on stage and start playing? Like, they're going to... They're gonna stop you. There's all those security orbs and stuff. They'll, they'll. You're, you're not gonna get two cords out. Something tells me that they are otherwise occupied. And uh, Riku turns to Michelle and is like, "Well, even if that's the case, we could probably give her a hand here, right?" And uh, Michelle's like, "Yeah, I, I get. I mean, our set's already done, and doesn't look like the band's going anywhere after tonight, anyway. Uh, I mean, Sam's going off with Ramona Nova's new label to go solo, so." Uh, yeah, yeah, what do we got to lose here? We'll give you a hand. Thanks. That's your band's breaking up? That that really sucks. I've really loved you guys. Uh, it's I don't know. We always kind of felt like maybe this was going somewhere, but it's been clear for a while now that Sam's just looking at us as a as a stepping stone to get her own solo career going, so it's probably better that it happens now instead of later after we've put a bunch of time into it. It's just it's a real bummer. Like a lot of those songs are like, we wrote them together. We can't play them anymore. And Michelle's like, no, we'll write better songs, whatever. We don't need her. And they just kind of like pat each other on the back a little bit there. Um, they're like, okay, hurry. Uh, come, come back this way. And they kind of wave you and, and you guys head off towards the stage, but back in the carnage, um, we had a mixed success that was, was unresolved as of yet. So I think the nature of this is like, you, you made a big show. You, you exploded that orb. 
it gained everyone's attention, they called in backup. The problem is that you are now, like, fully surrounded. You see, like, you, you see orbs swooping in from the same direction they were coming earlier, but also you, you turn and there's one coming from behind you, and then you look back towards the, the plaza, and there's one coming in through the crowd, and, like, you guys don't really have anywhere to go. You're going to be surrounded by half a dozen of these things pretty quick. Lake and or Angus, uh, what are either of y'all bringing to the table here? Angus, do you think we can kill two birds with one stone and have this be our distraction for Jet Collective? All we can do is give the cue. They better take it. Sweet. Uh, Lake looks at her uh, recently added concept inverter uh, that she put on her thing, and I have a concept I'm going to invert, but just out of curiosity, there might be an easier solution. Can you describe these orbs one more time, please, Robin? Yeah, they are uh, floating silver reflective orbs. Um, They are, I'm going to say, a couple of feet in diameter. You've Mm -hmm. seen them zap people. You've seen them sort of lift people off the ground with some sort of anti-grav technology. Uh, And you're pretty sure they've probably got some other uh, tricks in their arsenal, but those are the two you've seen them employ thus Mm -hmm. far. So she's she's tossing around in her head. She's like, well, I can... Mm round make some square that won't they'll still float and shoot electricity i could make them r- rubber i don't know if that would help oh man they're, they're really like really honest they're really strict and that's where she has the the ding ding moment <laughs> and she's gonna try to invert the concept from strict to uh apathetic <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> uh yeah absolutely <laughs> Let's, uh, let's... So I'm saving my middle finger for another roll because this, I think what she's going to do is I'm going to add both the turbo mm-hmm. die yeah. and both of the kick. Okay. Uh, and she is going to try to like, she's I'm rolling three dice and if I succeed, I've got two turbo to put on it. Two turbo, or sorry, two kick. The whole thing's turbo. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the the concept inverter, she, uh, uh, it's a, uh, it's an up and down, like it's uh up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down on a, on a, like a pad, like a, a, a D pad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here we go. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll it, and uh, Angus can follow up as necessary. Uh, five was the highest of my three. Yeah. Okay. So that's another mixed success. Uh, and you did put a kick on that as well, right? I put two kick on it. Oh boy. Oh baby. Lake Lake is just jacked on panic energy drink that she's just like we're taking these down. There you go. Um. <laughs> so yeah, you uh you fire this thing off, and uh, you're able to. So you're attempting to turn them from uh strict to apathetic yeah you're able to do it but you only get some of them because mm-hmm. you're you guys are surrounded that was the nature of, of the previous big successes like there are a lot of these orbs and they are all around you so i think you are able to affect uh let's say three of the orbs directly in front of you and they go from like closing in with like bright blue sparks forming on the surface of the orb like ready to zap y'all to just like kind of lazily hanging out and it's like wait what was what were we supposed to be doing here? I don't know. Something about something about kids. At a, it's, a, it's a music festival, I think, is what's going on. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really go in for this kind of stuff. And they're they're just like kind of shooting the shit in front of you. They don't really <laughs> seem to uh, care too much. They they start talking about uh, uh, the latest um, orb podcast that they listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so you have success. Like these ones uh, no longer care about you or Jet Collective or anything. They're just kind of hanging out. Yeah. So that marks your progress track as well. You guys are much closer to uh, finishing the word. You've only got two letters left. Uh, and you have yet to take a failure on this. However, the rest of the orbs see this going on and are, are infuriated. And I think one of them comes swooping in towards you. And you're going to take a slam here as your consequence of your mixed success. 
uh, unless you should want to do something about that. But uh, oh, oh, I don't take enough trouble. I'm a nope, nope the heck out of that. Hell yeah, mark your trouble. And yeah, this thing comes swooping in at you. Uh, but I think you're able to sort of. Uh, I don't know, do you have an offer of, of uh, how you're avoiding the slam? Or... I think she's just so cagey and, and uh, like, we're, like, drunken master fighting. Like, she's just going to get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, lightning reflexes, like the... Yeah, yeah, I think you're able to, like, sort of pivot to one side, and it actually goes careening past you and slams into one of the apathetic ones. And the apathetic one's like, hey, what? what's the big idea? Watch where, you, watch where you're floating, bud. Uh, Nick shouts out, hell yeah, Lake! We're going to be your worst nigga nightmare! <laughs> <laughs> as she as she power rolls, she looks at Angus and is like, "You're up." I'm going to I'm going to add in one more little complication here before we get to Angus's offer, which sure. is that um mm-hmm. I think you guys see that uh because we've had a couple of mixed successes here and I want to honor that like it's it hasn't been all like sixes. We we've had some stakes being raised. I think you can see the Miper hologram in the distance. We haven't really laid out the geography specifically here, but I think there's like a pretty clear eye line, like the the uh, main thoroughfare uh, between the main stage and the front and the main gate where you came in. The Miper hologram is kind of right in the center of everything. Um, and you can kind of see Jet Collective. They have taken notice of what you guys are doing. They've, they've seen this carnage and they realize like, oh, here's our window. I think you even see Farnham kind of like look at you, look at his watch, and look it back at you, like kind of raising an eyebrow, like I thought we said half an hour, guys. <laughs> but I think every time they go to try and make a move, uh, another orb co- comes whipping down the main thoroughfare, and you realize that like this distraction is happening maybe a little closer to the hologram than they would like. I think you're also realizing that you're very close to the main stage where your friend Elliot is is about to try and play a set, and you're causing a lot of uh, carnage and distraction. Um, which has gathered a nice crowd. Like, there's quite a few people, you know, have just been drawn in by the the nature of what's going on here, but uh, they're not going to be able to hear anything if it's all explosions and lightning bolts, you know? Uh, anyway, with that in mind, Angus, no pressure. <laughs> hey, Nick! Yeah? Race you to the panic room. Hey, Lake! Yeah? Scramble! And I'm using my energy tensor. Lake nods, digs it. Fantastic. Yeah, I think this this is uh, Angus's maneuver, but Nick, it would make sense if, if there's any dice or, or kick that you want to throw onto Angus's roll, you guys can make this sort of a team effort because you're once again racing. Uh, or if, if Nick, if you want to roll separately to try and beat Angus for once. <laughs> 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 no, I, I think I think this is all part of a big team move and... Uh... Yeah, I'll I'll lend dice into whatever whatever you feel your 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 role's gonna be here. Uh, cool. Yeah, I will take I'll I'll take dice if you got them. Um, yeah, I'll give you. I've got a, a boost and a kick that I can spare to you. Uh, I got lots of kick. I was going to add two of my own kick, but I will take your your die if that's cool. Sure thing. I am absolutely trying to look cool. <laughs> I think in part of Nick joining in, uh, he shouts out, "No fair! You're already closer." <laughs> And Angus is already running. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's get that roll. Sounds good. I, I might regret saying this, but it does state uh, that with the energy tensor, if you can't see your destination, potential problems are worse. And I think he is trying to get inside the top floor of uh, the, the VIP room of the Panic Energy Drink Panic Room. Oh, so, boy. Okay. R.I.P. me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Two sixes. Oh. 
Uh, yeah. Describe to us Refill what this looks boost. like. Would like be like contributing to this even if just for flavor. Um, yeah, you well, you had said scramble, so I was getting ready to do my um, pr- uh, uh, exponent coil to make alternate versions of all y'all, but uh, it looks looks like you got it, so <laughs> <laughs> I think I might stick around and watch Elliot. <laughs> well, what I'm picturing is like Angus and Nick running, Lake fires the reality foam, and it's just like several rifts forming as like uh, several Anguses glitch out of existence and several nicks slice into the fabric of space-time and slip on through. If, if the DM will give it to me, I'd love to I'd love to make a scramble. But yeah, is that an ability you need to roll for? Yeah, normally, which is why I'm like, yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> These two sixes seem to have worked. I, but, I, did, yeah. I did lend two kick to it if we want to justify yeah, that's what the kick is You know what it is? Because you, you only needed one kick to finish your progress track, so that's exactly what happens you one kick takes care of the diversion and the extra is just purely for flavor uh lake is able to uh duplicate you and yeah like you said where one of the the individual nick and angus were were handily stopped by one orb uh there are now multiple copies of you uh glitching out and 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 journeying all over the place one of them's evil probably um, <laughs> slicing through with your negatana and slipping through space-time, glitching out with your sneakers. Uh, you said you were aiming for the upper floor of the uh, panic room specifically? Yes. Uh, you handily are able to do that. Yeah, you, you kind of are, are zipping your way, popping in and out of existence. Both you and Nick are doing this, and it's, it's looking super cool. The momentum is carrying you, and for a second, it looks like you're going to slam into the side of the shipping container that makes up the upper floor of the panic room. Uh, but you glitch at the last second and just sort of phase through and reappear on the other side and skid to a stop in front of the bar. Uh, yeah. Oh. <sighs> Can I get an ultraviolet wave, please? <laughs> Nick? <laughs> uh, I guess Nick pops in just after. It's like... Man, we need to set up like uh, an even start line, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll get one of those too. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I think the bartender has a moment where he's like, "You just voiped in here out of nowhere," but then recognizes you guys like, "Oh, you guys are the ones that beat Lazy Bunny over the crash course." Hey, he's around the house, man. I was gonna say there's maybe supermodels on either side of them. <laughs> at the bar. Like, <laughs> Absolutely, there are for sure. Um, and you hear a couple of dull thuds as uh, orbs collide with the outside of the shipping container. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Cheers, buddy. All right, Quink. we're gonna we're gonna catch up with uh, with Chester back and and I, I guess Lake back at the uh, crowd in a moment here. Uh, but first, I want to check in on Elliot. So, Elliot, you're making your way up to the stage with your your new friends, uh, the ex members, I guess, of Elvira and Whistle. And yeah, you you uh, approach the sort of staircase that leads up onto the stage proper, um, the, and the you know a couple of roadies carrying gear and, and resetting for whatever comes next. And there's a sound guy there, uh, and they kind of pull him aside and like, uh, "Hey, uh, Greg, come, Greg, come here for a sec." Uh, and he's like, "Yeah, what's up?" It's like they still haven't filled up the slot for Petey, probably right? And like, nah, it's too too short notice. He got busted on the way, and they're just gonna play some some house music or whatever. Maybe get a DJ up there. And uh, Riku is like. Can we ask a favor if it'll piss off Ramona Nova? Um, and Greg's like, hell yeah. Yeah, she's been a nightmare to deal with. What, what, what can I do for you? 
Um, this guy sounds too much like one of the orbs, but I'm owning it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's secretly an orb. And they're like, just uh, our friend here just wants to to play a quick set. Do you just how how many how many tunes you got in you, Elliot? Uh, I've got about six that I could do. That's a solid half hour. <laughs> Uh, Greg's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think we can pull that. That's, that's a lot to ask here. Like security's going to get on me eventually, but I, I might be able to get you one if I string people along for a little bit. You, you, you got one better make it count. I got the perfect one. All right. Uh, and with that, he kind of, he's like, all right, give me a sec to, uh, to get some plugged in stuff plugged in. You need a, what, just like a DI and a mic or what, what are you playing? Uh, yeah, I've got an acoustic with a pickup. Nice. Okay. Uh, do you need like a nine volt? You got a fresh battery in there or, um, <laughs> <laughs> plugs in with a quarter inch, yeah. This is quarter inch or XLR on the good pickup. Radio. Is it and, and active now or passive? Into the hour-long segment of just Greg in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> My spin-off podcast. I'm going to launch out of Quantum Kick Club. No, he gets you set up with whatever you need. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, Lake and Chester, back in the crowd. You see your your friends taken off towards the panic room. Uh, you see the orbs going after them, and just as you're starting to think of like, wait, should we be going to, or should we be? What do we need to? Uh, you hear a familiar voice uh, doing a mic check from the stage. Uh, and as you turn to face uh, the stage and this this crowd that is gathered to watch the carnage is all kind of their attention is drawn up. Uh, Elliot, what do you what do you say? Uh, hey, everybody. My name's Elliot Buchanan. I'm from Null. Uh, shout You're out one. to Null. Woo, no! In the back. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this next one, this this one. <laughs> This is called Captive Wild Woman. Here you go. You guys, are you still back by the by the main thoroughfare, or have you moved up to to cheer on your friend? 
moved up as close as we can to get a good uh, stream for the la- the weird gravity my page. Stream. Oh, absolutely! I'm there, just like uh, like leaning over the barrier and uh, like trying to like cheer Elliot on and maintain eye contact. <laughs> I feel like this would get Angus's attention too. Like if he hears the the sound of Elliot's voice coming from the main stage, he'd look at Nick and be like, "Is that Elliot?" Yeah, that that sounds like it is. Do we have? Do we have a? a is there any video to the to the main stage in Let's here? Let's go. And Angus goes. <laughs> we just warp up to the the, the roof of the panic room. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love that. You guys warp up to the top of the shipping crate and have an unobstructed view of the stage. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Nick Nick is waving his negatana like a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> you, you call it like, is there a video? And before you can get an answer, uh, Angus is gone. Uh, and by the time the bartender has turned around, he presses a button on a remote and like one entire wall of the panic room becomes a giant projection of like a 4K feed of the stage with like perfect surround sound. Uh, but then he looks around <laughs> and you guys are both gone. And he's like, oh, because <laughs> <laughs> you've got even better than that. You got the real thing from up on the roof. You're waving your negatana back and forth. Uh, it's beautiful. And as Elliot uh, strums out the last chord of this song, uh, there's a a brief moment where the crowd is staring up at her kind of wide-eyed, not sure what to make of this, uh, before it just erupts into applause. Everyone loses it for this. They they absolutely love it. They're they're cheering for more, but Greg kind of shoots you a look and is like, don't push it. All right, that's all for me. Thank you, everybody. Uh, I'm sure you'll see me around. Have a good night. Uh, and they yeah, lose their minds again. Everyone's cheering for you. And as you make your way off backstage, you see Michelle and Riku are like, they both high five you and they're like, that was awesome. Oh, you did so. That was fantastic. That was so good. But you also see approaching from the uh, performers area, Ramona Nova uh, with uh, with her agent, Juliet St. Clair in tow. Um, and Ramona kind of saunters up and looks looks unimpressed. And, and Juliet is also shooting you a glare. And she's like, huh. Well, I hope you had your fun, because that's the, the last time you're ever going to be on the main stage ever again. I mean, if it's shared with you, I don't really want to do that anymore. Listen, I've talked to Juliet, and uh, we both agree that you're just not really what my label is looking for. We're, uh, we're trying to find acts that are original and push the boundaries, and I just don't think you've got what it takes. But thanks so much for submitting your little tape. Uh, I think we're going to have to go a different direction, though. <laughs> I uh, appreciate the consideration. Thank you very much. <laughs> From a distance, I, I know I'm not necessarily there, but yeah. if, uh, if if Chester could see this, mm-hmm. from a distance you would hear, Puncher! <laughs> I think if, if Lake can see, this is where, especially because she's starting to come down from all the panic, like she she puts two and two together and goes, oh, Oh, that wasn't good news when Elliot was offered that contract. That's that's her song. I and then like hearing the song, she like she kind of gets it now. Why that wouldn't just be immediately good news? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, for the 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 cry of punch her echoes out in the distance, and uh, Riku from the other band balls up a fist, but Michelle kind of puts a hand on her shoulder and is like, "No, don't, don't, don't do that." <laughs> and Ramona. It turns to Juliet and it's like, well, anyway, we have to go get set up. So, you know, headliner time doesn't involve you and just sort of pushes past without another word. Enjoy all your words that you have. <laughs> she shoots you one last glare as she heads up to the stage. Uh, and you're left there with uh, with Michelle and Riku and uh, uh, they're they're still just in awe of like, that was so good. Oh, man, this uh, 
this might be a, a little, I don't know, whatever, but like, you got a backing band because we're uh, we're kind of in the market for for a new front person ever since uh, Ramona poached our lead singer. So, any chance uh, any chance you want to jam sometime? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be chill. <clears throat> Sweet. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll we'll hit you up on my page. We'll get your contact info. That that's totally cool. Yeah. Anyway, we got to go load our gear up, but but it's great working with you today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they both kind of smile at you and, and head off to go do their artisty business. Uh, yeah, so I think you guys all sort of regroup. Like uh, Nick and Angus, you guys, after seeing the set, you know, track where your friends are and jump down. And uh, Elliot, you you make your way out and rejoin uh, Chester and Lake, and you all guys all kind of group up in the main area there. Wait, what were <laughs> what was Jack Collective gonna do and start skating over to the the Miper hologram? And uh, yeah, just as this question starts to get broached of like, you hear sort of a, a rumble um, and a gasp from the uh, collective crowd over on the main thoroughfare. And as you glance over to where the, the you, you glance over to where you know that the Miper hologram was a moment ago, but it's not there anymore. <laughs> and this was a, this hologram to remind everyone, it was like a depiction of the, the founder and CEO of Miper, Tristan Voss, holding a mega friction coil triumphantly up towards the sky. And it, it is still that, it's still recognizably Tristan Voss, uh, but uh, where she was, you know, a look of triumph and, and raising this coil proudly, she is now sort of lumbering through the grounds and leaning up uh, over top of everyone. And, and uh, you see her mouth open and like a jet of energy fires out. She's got big kaiju vibes as she's stomping through the thoroughfare. Uh, and you sort of see a, a, a hazy beam and you, you follow down and you realize that uh, all around the base of this hologram, there's someone, uh, one person has a gravity uh, beam and another one has a uh, reality cannon. Uh, and the members of Jet Collective are, are puppeteering this thing, manipulating it from below with their various signature devices uh, as they sort of uh, lead it through and terrorize. And, and the crowd flees from this thing because they don't know what's going on. All they see is a giant, you know, 50 foot tech mogul um, terrorizing the crowd. Ah, oh, hell yeah! And Angus applauds. Uh, and it's, I think it's alternating, you know, blasts of energy, screeches, and occasionally, um, Miper, the future of technology! <laughs> Everyone give it up for Lazy Bunny! Uh, and just like, spouting off various corporate catchphrases. Yeah, and it, uh, this, this carries on in the distance. You know, gang, I'm really glad we came. Yeah, this is uh, this is pretty fun. And like with with this like hologram monster in the background, like Lake sort of like looks at Elliot and is like, "Hey, I'm I'm sorry I was so caught up hanging out with Ramona earlier. I just I I I'm not I'm not used to being noticed, you know." Yeah. Or like I'm still adjusting, I guess. She like looks at the glitch. Nah, it's it's cool. I thought she was cool too, until I didn't. Yeah, I don't fully understand why that was such. Oh, okay. And she just like kind of lets it go. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I think this all reminds us of the great uh, bit of wisdom, just like Graham Capone always used to say: "A bucket of baked beans is only as good as the other hobos you share it with." You know, you gotta trust the right people. Wow, Chester, I. I was verbatim thinking the exact same thing. It really is like they all say. Is Grand Capone okay? 
It sounds like she's been through a lot. Well, I mean, she's got a bunch of experience, a lot more than I do. So you got, I've always been told, listen to your elders. And that's all I did. I didn't even like uh, really pay much attention in school. Just purely what Graham Capone said. And it's gotten you this far, so it can't be all bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like we still have some time before we have to go meet back up with Camry. Um, last person over to the Naked Dreamcast booth is Rotten Egg! And that's where we leave our heroes, tearing off after Nick uh, in, in yet another uh, friendly competitive race to see who can get to an arbitrary spot the fastest. And our, our, our imagination camera pans up to the beautiful Popularian sunset. Uh, over the ocean as Ramona Nova takes the stage to, you know, riotous applause and thunderous cheers, but but uh, five cheers are distinctly absent from that, and that's our five heroes who have uh, better things to do. Hey everybody, it's your Slugmaster, it's your Game Blaster, it is Robin, and I am here as always to thank you for listening and to implore you to share the show with anyone you think might enjoy it, because that is the entirety of our promotional plan here at Quantum Kickflip. We are really counting on y'all to spread the word for us, so if you happen to want to leave us a nice review as well, we would really, really appreciate it. You can find us at Quantum Kickflip on all major platforms, and we love hearing from you. We're also on Patreon, where for just five bucks a month you can get early access to every new episode of Quantum Kickflip, as well as bi-weekly bonus content like interviews, outtakes, and more. This is uh, the conclusion of our Popularia run this week, which means that our patrons will get to hear all the outtakes and bloopers next week, and they're always hilarious. Uh, I'd also like to thank our sponsors at the Alberta Media Arts Alliance Society, whose goal is to advocate, educate, and celebrate the media arts in Alberta. Check them out at amaas.ca. And finally, we are proud members of the Alberta Podcast Network. They have a bunch of amazing locally made shows over at albertapodcastnetwork.com. I highly recommend checking them out. Uh, we release Quantum Kickflip bi-weekly, so we'll be headed uh, to a brand new dimension on Wednesday, September 15th, wherever you get your podcasts. And we're going to get you back to the action right away. But first, I'm going to throw it over to the one, the only, Ramona Nova for a quick word from our sponsors. Uh, hello there. My name is Juliet St. Clair, and I uh, regrettably must inform you that my client, Miss Nova, will be unable to read the ads for this episode as I am unsure where she is at this particular moment. Nonetheless, I am here to fulfill her contractual requirement, uh, and I assure you that I will do so with just as much flair and pizzazz as my client would have. So let's get to it. This episode is brought to you by Taproot Edmonton, which publishes curiosity-driven stories, topical newsletters, and locally-focused podcasts, all in the service of informing Edmontonians about their community. Want to start your day informed? Check out The Pulse, Taproot's new daily news briefing. The Pulse tells you what you need to know about Edmonton every weekday morning. You'll get short, informative updates about what's happening at City Hall, plus coverage of business, tech, food, the arts, and more. You'll also get a little bit of whimsy from features such as A Moment in History, Chart of the Week, and the Friday Podcast Pick. And it's free. Sign up today at taprootedmonton.ca slash pulse. That's taprootedmonton.ca slash pulse. Not sure why they would give away such a useful and informative service for free. Seems like a terrible business model. I'm not sure how they expect to achieve growth for the shareholders, and I can't think of any other reason for doing anything, but let's move on, shall we? 
This episode is also brought to you by Pod Power. With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. And this episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to Overdue Finds. Overdue Finds is an Edmonton Public Library podcast. Bryce Crittenden and Carolyn Land host conversations about books, movies, music, pop culture, and other interesting news about Edmonton. It's a great way to learn about what's happening at EPL and about how you can use your library card to access all of EPL's in-person and online services. To listen and find out more about Overdue Finds, head to epl.ca slash podcast. That as well sounds very informative, although the title joke uh, doesn't quite sit right with me. Overdue library books are no laughing matter. With that, let's get you back to the action. But you guys aren't out of the woods yet, because we are at the end of our run, uh, which means it is time for the disaster roll. Now, some of you, I think you all took on trouble to varying degrees. Not a ton, but to remind everyone how the disaster roll works, uh, everyone rolls for disaster at the end of each run. Roll 1d6 for every two empty trouble boxes on your sheet. Uh, So a minimum of one, and take the highest result. Like always, six is good, four to five is is okay, one to three is bad times. Does everyone have at least some mar- some trouble marked on your sheet? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Most of us, I think, have two, meaning we're going to be rolling six dice. Oh, sorry, three. Th- uh, th- uh, three dice, because there's six dice, spots yeah. remaining. Uh, so, let's get those disaster rolls. All right. Yeah, who is, who is safe? Who rolled a six? Me. <laughs> what up? Lake also rolled uh, two sixes, actually. Amazing. Lake, Angus, and Nick. Uh, Chester also got a six. Oh, dang. Incredible. All of you mark one style, uh, and you will have the, uh, or you will have the opportunity to save a teammate, uh, which we'll find out in a second. Elliot, what'd you roll? I rolled a five. Not bad. Four or five is close call. You mark one trouble if you have room. Um, and we'll, we'll, uh, play out. That'll be our first downtime scene, uh, is, is how that happens. So everyone else mark a style. Elliot, mark a trouble. Yeah, I think we'll we'll start off with uh, Elliot's close call here. So I think it's as you guys are kind of you, you've enjoyed the rest of your day. You've you've revisited the Nega Dreamcast booth. You've uh, you've you know gotten all the classic festival foods and maybe not had much more panic energy drink because I feel like uh, Lake at least overdid that pretty early on. So you guys are maybe maybe coming down from that and and don't yeah wanna she's crashing hard, <laughs> crashing really hard. Um, and I think kind of as you're like, well, it might be time to start heading out and heading back. You you kind of run across a group of like tweens and teens skewing more towards the tweens and as you get closer you realize that a lot of them are wearing Ramona Nova merch uh t-shirts and and whatnot have tote bags and stuff and you see them all kind of like whispering and glaring as you approach and uh uh you realize that these are member proud members of the Nova Nation the uh (laughs) the Ramona Nova (laughs) fan base and yeah I think as you approach one of them comes out and is like we saw what you did up there, trying to upstage Ramona and and steal her thunder. She, she posted to her, to her blog about you, and and we know what you're all about, Elliot Buchanan. And uh, what am I all about? You're you're everything that Ramona isn't. You you represent everything that she's not. You're 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 inauthentic, authentic. and and you're uh, cool. derivative, and you're uh, just a good person. Can you stop doing that? I'm trying to insult her. 
And I think that's the nature of the close call is like these people are kind of coming at you like we're, we're going to tear you down. But Angus just just doesn't even give them the time of the day. <laughs> Maybe adults then like show up and they're like, hey, we know you're weird gravity and glitch yeah. girl and all that. Like <laughs> yeah. just tower over them. <laughs> I think they're yeah drowned out by people coming up and they're like, hey, great set earlier. That was awesome. You should have stayed up there. You should have played more like oh, I, I love your tune. And they're like, um, hey, aren't you the top of the leaderboard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys beat Lazy Bunny? <laughs> and meanwhile, these tweens are like, uh, we are trying to tell you that that no fan of Ramona Nova will ever be a, a fan of Ellie Buchanan, and you've you've made an enemy here today. But you, they're like just getting quieter and quieter as you are overrun by by adoring fans. <laughs> <laughs> so I think yeah, you you have trouble in that there is like a certain subset of the teen and tween population that is now aware of of Elliot Buchanan as like. Uh, has has a celebrity beef with Ramona Nova, uh, and that that might come into play. But uh, but at least for the moment, you're feeling pretty confident. I mean, to have a celebrity beef, you got to be a celebrity. So that's pretty cool. There you go. That's your close <laughs> call. So we're going into the downtime phase now. We're going to do our usual shopping for scenes and spending our style in trouble. Um, but there is a new mechanic in play with this new set of rules. So I want to take a look at that first, which is that each individual playbook has something that they earn a plus one style for based on their own tendencies. So uh, let's go through real quick. Uh, the Grit gets plus one style after runs where you demonstrate a moment of toughness, determination, or patience. Chester, do you have a, a moment in mind that, that uh, exemplifies that? I feel like there were several. There, there are several. I mean, the one I'm going to highlight uh, is the fighting that orb and uh, like punching it, grabbing it, and despite how much electricity was coming into me, punching it into the ground. You know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think you mark your style for that for sure. Yeah. Angus, the guts uh, get plus one style after runs where you demonstrate a moment of boldness, confidence, and risk taking. Give us your fave moment of of Angus being Angus. Challenging all four members of Lazy Bunny to the crash course. I would say that absolutely qualifies as boldness, confidence, <laughs> and risk-taking. Mark your style. Thank you. Nick the Smarts, get plus one style after runs where you demonstrate a moment of creativity, problem-solving, or curiosity. Uh, I think in going through the crash course where Angus had missed that one teleport and uh, Nick sort of jumped in to help get them back on track. Yeah. That had been problem-solving? Absolutely, yeah. I think you... Um, like almost a, a, a gutsy maneuver as well, but it was your smarts that ended up carrying you through. So yeah, I think that counts. Lake the Heart, you got plus one style after runs where you demonstrate a moment of integrity, empathy, or passion. Yeah, I think uh, Lake definitely maybe didn't do right by her pal Elliot this run, but I, I remember a moment where Ramona Nova br- just all but briefly frowned at her because she was going to go back with her friends. Yeah. Uh, and I think, uh, again, didn't didn't necessarily do right by Elliot, but did... Uh, get it on the second bounce and, and went with her friends to celebrate their victory on the crash course. So that's my that's my pitch. Yeah, you got your integrity in there. And I think you had that, that moment of empathy with Elliot in the end too. So I think that counts. Yeah, because I'm looking for integrity, empathy, or passion. So even if that didn't count, she did have a passion fruit-flavored panic. So we'll... <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Um, and finally, Elliot, the chill. Uh, you get plus one style after runs where you demonstrate a moment of ease, flow, or sheer dumb luck. I think the sheer dumb luck was that PD probably got canceled and there was just like happened to be a spot open. Yeah. On the main stage. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Absolutely. So everyone's got one extra style to play within these downtime scenes, which is great. Uh, I also want to quickly resolve your uh, your crew stuff, which is weirdos and underdogs. You get plus three style after runs where you take an unconventional approach, uh, and plus three style after runs where you get in way over your heads. Uh, what anyone got pitches for for how this qualifies for either of those? Uh, getting it over our heads uh, 
talking ourselves up to to get to get on as the distraction for Jack Collective. Yeah. Yeah. We had all the heat on us. Yeah, I think that was that was very That's much true. the moment where you guys got in over your heads was like just pulling all of the focus of all the orbs onto you. Yeah, I don't uh, unconventional approach. I feel like weirdly this one not so much. You guys did uh, things pretty pretty down the middle this time. But I would give you three style for the uh, for getting in over your heads. I think that makes total sense. Um, which brings your crew style up to a total of six because I believe you marked some earlier for beating Lazy Bunny on the crash course. Nice. nice. Sweet. Then all that's left to do is some downtime scenes. Uh, I guess, does anyone have anything that would take place specifically like on the way home? Because that's maybe where we should start. Yeah, I have a I have a downtime scene. So yeah, the scene I'm going to do is uh, under the, the downtime scene for the heart. Uh, Dalliance, uh, clear one style. You begin a special relationship with a member of another faction, someone on your own team or someone else. Uh, and, uh, brief, brief thought of maybe Ramona Nova as that someone else, but no, I think it's, I think it's, uh, Angus, uh, and together they're going to sort of enthusiastically describe to Camry on the car ride home how they helped Jet Collective pull a prank, uh, and the sort of two of them going back and forth on that story, uh, is, is just, like, really has Camry's attention, and, uh, I'm gonna mark the, I'm gonna clear the one style and mark one legacy. So then, so then Angus was just like walked right up to him and was like, "Hey, hey, I'm Angus. We're, we're weird gravity." And we, we spotted them out of the crowd because like the four arms and the glowing eyes. Dang, big move, man! I can't believe I missed out on seeing Jet Collective. It was so cool. I, all I did was kick around Grand Moraine, and I found a theater that was playing Wild Wild West, and I saw it three <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> well, much much like the giant mechanical spider in that one, they, they made a big uh, hologram of of. Uh, the the Miper lady and and terrorized it like a like puppeteering and it was so cool and then <laughs> uh, I, and then uh, like I I would I I worked my way into the VIP lounge but Angus Angus just like teleported right in there I mean Lake helped me get in there I mean there were <laughs> several of me got into the VIP lounge thanks to Lake's exponent coil yeah it's a really good team pretty we were sweet and and, and Nick and everyone else helped it was great yeah you looked really embarrassed when I told Jack Collective that your mom works for doorways yeah I can't believe you did that oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I don't regret it. It was funny and it was cute. Jeez, guys, just keep it down in the back seat, there, huh? <laughs> oh, as soon as he says that, Lake like just sit like recoils into her uh, caffeine crash. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you saw Jet Collective. Hey, um, how you doing? I, I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm definitely. And she does, like, a real, like, gross, silent burp that you can smell. Like, it smells like acidy pop. And she's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm crashing pretty hard from all of the, uh, uh, panic. But I, I had a really fun day. It was, it was really fun to hang out with everyone. I, I had, I had a great time. It was, you're, you're really cool to hang out with, Angus. <laughs> you're, uh, you're not so bad yourself. Beautiful. Uh, this episode is giving us a ton of uh, fodder for all the Langus shippers out there. They're on the edge of their seats listening to this one. <laughs> <laughs> who else? Who else has got a scene they want to buy? I I do. Mm-hmm. I I think uh, this is a. We're coming up on the weekend. 
Uh, I think Elliot is spending this weekend with her mom. Yeah. And I think uh, we're going to be good. We're going to spend some time with mom. So clear to style, a quick montage, chores, homework, Bible study, showing up for your shift at Burger Man on time for once. You know, trying. Clear to trouble. Uh, I think it's the Saturday and we've gone into Grand Moraine to go to the big mega mall and uh, we're getting Manny Petties together. (laughs) 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 Which was her mom's idea, not her idea. Oh, let's see. Mm, I think I'm going to go with that peach color. It is just darling. Ellie, what color are you going with? I like that electric blue. Ooh, spicy. Well, I guess it's a cold color, isn't it? You know me. I'm a winter. You sure are, darling. (laughs) Get that hair out of your face. Let me just brush that back for you. Fine. Okay, fine, fine. So I feel like we have not connected in a while, and I am so glad that we got to spend this time together. Um, just tell me, what have you been up to? Uh, we went to a big music concert yesterday. Uh, it was called Multipalooza. I actually, Mom, I got to, I got to play on stage. I got to play for people. Oh, Ellie, I'm so proud of you. That's so wonderful. Thanks, Mom. It was it was pretty cool and and people seemed to like my song and and I met some cool people who who want to form a band and and they're they're from here. Now, was that the song about lying on the floor? No, no, mom, that one's No, it was it was the one about Paula the Ape Woman. Does your mom think you're Weezer? <laughs> Hang on. Does your mom think you're Weezer? <laughs> Or does Elliot also have a song about lying on the floor? Elliot has a song about lying on the floor. Okay, good, good. We just haven't heard it yet. (laughs) Uh, Continue. So, um, how is school? Uh, you know, it's, it's fine. It's, you know, it's school. Mm, of course, of course. And, um, are you seeing anyone right now? Mom, I... What? I'm just curious. I want to know if, you know, if... Maybe, now you're in high school and, and coming of age, maybe you've uh, found yourself a girlfriend. Uh, there, um, there, uh... <gasps> oh! I'm, oh! I'm... <laughs> okay, so there's this one girl that I'm kind of hanging out with and, and, and texting and stuff. <gasps> that sounds pretty serious. I mean, I, whatever, it's, it's fine. Her, her name's Devani, she's pretty cool, I guess. Devani? Oh, that is just, that is so precious. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Of course, if this turns out to, you know, be a thing, if you're just uh, texting and and chatting or whatever, but, you know, if you ever want to bring her to one of these little mani-pedi dates, if if you, of course, if you want her to, you know, meet your mother. Oh, God, Mom. (laughs) That's way too fast. (laughs) I guess it is, isn't it? Anyway. Well, that's good. Yeah. Good for you, Ellie. Thanks, Mom. style for the lab so uh clear styles using this time to remodel phase arrays solder on scram units mod potential potentiometers there's so many words in this uh, print an expanded chassis order a new plasma lens uh gain one piece of gear or a random component uh so rolling one d6 and we'll see what we get from this 
rolled a four, so I have gained a gem. Uh, I will also spend the one style. I will roll right now. Uh, two, a disc. You guys are just each doing that one once, or were you were you doing multiple rounds of in the lab? Uh, I'm only doing it the once. If you want to do any more, please please go ahead. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do two rounds of in the lab. Cool. Do your other do your other in the lab here. Yeah, I'll do one more roll here. Boop. Two again. I'm getting two discs. Beautiful. All right, and then Nick, what were your other ones that you wanted to piggyback? Uh, one that I want to piggyback off this time spent uh, hanging out and and working on our gear together. Uh, I want to tag personal growth. Clear four style. How are you changing? Who are you learning from? Show this in a scene or montage. Gain a special from another playbook. Ooh. And I think I want to take one from the Guts playbook. I'm, I'm interested in, in the look of Double Dare. Uh, when you take a dare, which is uh, the action to take trouble for uh, extra boost, uh, you get an extra 1d6 on to the action. Fantastic, yeah. And I think it's a matter of the, the almost rivalry developing between... Nick and Angus, like, it's a friendly rivalry, but like pushing each other and working for that is making uh, Nick more more daring. He's going to start taking more risks. Yeah. To, to try and get better and, and be stronger and stuff. If, if we like the sound of that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, uh, <laughs> I want to clear two trouble for angst. A moment of jealousy, anger, depression, anxiety, etc. Do we know what's causing it yet? How do you show it? Take a slam. Pick a teammate who notices. I think e- both in admiring and working towards uh, taking more risk and st- stuff with uh, Angus, uh, Nick's also kind of jealous. He keeps losing these races. Uh, people like in working with uh, other other stuff throughout this run. I feel like there were moments where Nick felt like maybe he was playing second banana to Angus. And uh, second banana is that a phrase? Second, second banana, second fiddle. <laughs> um, so yeah, kind of. Merging the in the lab, the personal growth, and the angst all together, Nick is pushing to try and do more and be bigger and, and take bigger risks, but it's part of it's coming from a little bit of jealousy of, of how Angus just does it so naturally. I think uh, Nick has invited Angus over to the apartment, and they are in Nick's room using sort of... Uh, we mentioned before Nick kind of has his, his tinkering set up on his desk in his room. That's where he had picked up his, his work in progress before, which became the, the Nagatana. Uh, so I think he's he's invited Angus over so they can they can uh, do, do some tinkering. Nice. So yeah, were there any particular things you were wanting to change up with your sneaks? I mean, I'd love to get a look at yours. Uh, I like the thing that it can do where you uh, can walk on walls and ceilings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, with the outsoles. I've, I've been really interested in, in your midsoles in, in the skip modes, actually. The, the ones that... that Help with, with with speed. Um, I guess you hear. I'll... <laughs> Here's insert foley of removing a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Angus kicks off his right shoe and says, "Well, yeah, take a look," and and hands it over. Pulls off his uh, other shoe. Pulls out like a, a, a couple of things he just has uh, a mini screwdriver and and some stuff. And then he looks over at your stuff and is like, "Oh, hey, this this looks useful. Can I borrow this?" Yeah, totally. Yeah, anything cool. you see here, go, go right ahead. Oh, awesome! You got a great setup here. It's uh, it's nice. I my my dad had a lot of a lot of tools and stuff over the time, and they were always just around the house. And eventually, they made their way onto my workspace. <laughs> that's that's cool. So, yeah, I mean, you've done some really cool mods with your stuff. Yeah, I, you know, it's uh, sometimes it, 
Gets only just working on things, but I'm glad that I'm glad that we can we can be looking at our gadgets together now. Yeah, totally. I mean, you've got awesome shoes, I've got awesome shoes. It only makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah, they're oh. both great, but yours Hang on. yours always <clears throat> Just looks like there was a loose wire in one of your outsoles. Got oh. that tightened up. Hopefully it doesn't glitch as much anymore. Oh, well, um, th- thanks for, for getting that. I, Man, you, you keep these skip modes in such good condition. I, no wonder you're always winning the races. <laughs> I, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you gotta take good care of your equipment. Do you think that I don't? What? No. No, oh, uh, right. I, sorry, I just... Um, I've, I've never really had friends come over for stuff before. Um, sorry. Um, oh, that's cool. You got nothing to be sorry about. <laughs> well, anyway, you? Do, you, do you think you... Uh, Go ahead. I just feel like... I feel like I'm always running to catch up. I I want to figure out how I can I can take the lead sometimes. Uh, I mean... I literally fast forward through time, so I'm kind of used to things going really fast but I mean that doesn't mean that you're catching up or anything you don't gotta prove anything Nick I guess you got a point yeah don't even worry seriously (laughs) so do you think you'd be able to explain this aspect of your runners to me oh yeah for sure uh, uh, they go on for the rest of the afternoon that they've gotten together and and just keep on tinkering uh, so yeah, from that off the personal growth, uh, again, and the one that I've taken is Double Dare from the Guts Playbook. Uh, and then I guess from my angst, I also need to take a slam. And uh, a- Angus is the one who has noticed this, I guess, in, in that conversation. What this slam shall be... Like, yeah, it was there was jealousy there, and I think just like, I, I think it's also kind of distracted, but do we have a better term for that? Was it jealous or is it insecure? Insecure. That's the slam. Insecure oh, is yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, you will have nice. the box checked of insecure, uh, which I think is a nice narrative one. It can kind of inform where you're coming from next run. Yeah. Sweet. That was all wonderful. Who else has got stuff they want to purchase? So I think I want to do uh, the downtime a goal, spend one style, montage where you work towards a goal, practicing an impossible trick in the driveway, Building something no one believes in, saving, changing a jar, take one, slam. So he wants to build armor that will, like, live up uh, in, like, slug blasting. But then uh, also he doesn't have to use his hoverboard from the pizza place that he works at. Mm. So uh, he's trying to build armor that competes with hoverboards. Like, th- that's his thing. Like, he wants to be independent of anybody that owns him, right? Like, he doesn't have, he doesn't own a lot of stuff. The only thing he truly owns is this armor, which he technically stole. But, mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> but that's the thing. He wants to make his armor completely his own. He's going to upgrade it. So, goal is to build that armor to be independent. And then the rest of my style, I want to spend into getting like, to be in the lab so i uh, let's do the goal scene and then uh yeah i'll go from there so like the goal because this is a montage scene yeah uh chester uh he's maybe in his room he uh takes some like graph paper out and just like you see him like tapping like the his pencil against his teeth just like ah 
and starts drawing his armor. It's not a good drawing. It's a bad drawing. But you get the sense of like what he has and it's arrows pointing to it and just like, hmm. And he uh, starts filling that out. And then this montage flips over. Once again, music going underneath. Whatever classic <laughs> montage music you could possibly imagine. Or, uh, you know, one that won't get us sued. Uh, that's close to <laughs> classic montage music as uh, he's gathering components. Maybe it's like breaking open like a, a faulty lawnmower. Maybe it's like taking parts out of a, a computer that's no good anymore. He's going around collecting as many parts as possible to see if he's able to, to do it. Um, and that's where I'm going to start rolling dice to see if I can get the components I want. Cool. What'd you get? What'd you get? I got the the first thing I needed. So I, I with my coil and gem, after spending a bunch of time trying to take my armor and like plasting something under the under the boots of it uh, that I would step into. I now, uh, from the device of uh, the Rift Ninja sneakers, I, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like buddying up uh, with Nick and trying to see how it goes, and I try to mimic it. I have now the powered midsoles, uh, which allow me to run super fast, easily keeping up with hoverboards. <laughs> Yes. I'm glad you pulled that from mine where it's a secondary and not from Angus's where it's the primary thing. But Angus's doesn't have the uh, the components listed and yours does. Sweet. Um, what uh, like what, what do you think is a, a uh, logical slam for you to have taken through this montage process? I could see it being the kind of thing where in not even in like, oh, you're, you're soldering together components and you get zapped or shocked. Because I feel like you've been zapped a lot this time. Uh, more of like you're testing out. It's that sequence in Iron Man where he's the montage where he's like testing out the different suits and it keeps slamming them into the wall. Like it's something like that where you're like you've put in these new midsoles and you're testing them out and they're faster than you expect and you take a spill. Kind uh, of maybe I'll offer this because the thing is he's pretty good at taking hits. Maybe yeah. it's just simply... He's been focusing, doing this so much, he's exhausted. You know what I mean? He's like over, he's uh, overtired. Yeah. He's not getting enough sleep. So it's not so much he can't take hits, and that's what he, that's happened to him. It's just like he needs to go sleep, and he hasn't because he's been forcing himself to try to get his arm up to code. All right. I will give you that, but I'm going to, I'm going to state right now on the record that if you're doing this because you want to later use your push-through ability that lets you ignore slams such as exhausted uh that this is a pre-existing condition yes and I'm, no, 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 I'm no. not gonna i'm not gonna nope it out of existence later uh that that ability will allow you to uh ignore future instances of, of yes. those types of slams yeah. but this one's on you Okay, yeah, that's cool. that, that's right. I wasn't trying to like. I thought you were because, being sneaky. I thought you were like, no, I, no. I'm gonna offer that it's the one that I can ignore. <laughs> Which I thought was very clever. Well, I, I mean, it does say once per run. This is outside of a run, right? Exactly. That's why. Yeah. 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 Sweet. Uh, that's fantastic. That makes total sense. Yeah, Mark, you're exhausted, and that's gonna carry into next run. Uh, anybody else got uh, a scene they want to see before anyone else got style and trouble left to spend? Yeah, I think I figured out what I want to do with my remaining style. Okay. I'm going to spend three style for minor personal legacy. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a trick is named after you. You make a spot famous. Your meme is forever a part of the lexicon, etc. Mark one legacy. How does your crew react? And I think Angus's my page is just lighting up for the next few days. Uh, he has a real good weekend uh, scrolling through not just his, but other people's live streams of him going through the Scram Cat crash course. Uh, he sees it from all the different angles, realizes it's it looks just as cool as it felt, and if my page is any indication, his name has become synonymous with that crash course because it was just so unbelievable that he beat all four members. He and Nick beat all four members of Lazy Bunny. <laughs> I don't know. According to my page, it's just that he did. Yeah. Nick shows up in all these videos, but he's not mentioned once. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, I love that. That it's like, you guys did triumph together, but because Angus crossed the line first. So maybe that, that gives you a little bit of an idea of like, how does your crew react? Uh, that maybe at least Nick, mm-hmm. uh, this feeds into his, his jealousy uh, a little bit. <laughs> What's the text thread? What is everybody sends one message? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Angus is sharing the videos with everyone, and I'm curious to know how each person would react to him sending the videos, being like, "Check this out! This is so cool!" Well, that's amazing. Yeah, you guys really did it. Nice job, man. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, we had fun. Oh, oh that hurt. All right. Mark your uh, your legacy or whatever it was there that you get. So I do want to, uh, before we go, I want I want to do uh, crew style stuff, but does anyone else have any more personal style or trouble that they want to spend before we go? Uh, I did want to do an angst scene. Yeah, absolutely. So my old slam of being distracted is gone now, yeah? Yes, yeah. Because so, there I do have to take a new slam. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm kind of going to do this a little differently. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a more of an insecurity thing. Okay. Uh, and an anxiety. And I think it's coming through. Uh, I think she's texting Devani about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A classic uh, quantum kickflip uh, text conversation scene. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, how does this how does this start? I think Devani texts you first, maybe, and is like, "So, Multipalooza, amazing. How did it go?" It, yes, amazing, but also Ramona Nova is the worst frowny face. You're kidding, right? She's so awesome. I love her stuff. Yeah, her stuff isn't her stuff. Oh, that's not emojis. We're back in the '90s. Uh, a shocked face uh, emoticon. It's like a like a colon and then a capital colon, O. Capital O. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. She she tried to buy my song from me, and then when I wouldn't give it, she threatened to steal it. Okay. What? It seems a little unlikely that a multi platinum best selling artist is is that concerned with some basement demos. No offense. Right. It's just what happened. No, totally. That sucks, though. Right. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) I I gotta go. 
No response. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. This is making me so uncomfortable just to hear. (laughs) I'm, like, crawling inside myself. Uh, Sweet. Chills. Uh, Who else has got, anyone else got stuff they want to spend? Wait, what's my slam? Oh, yes. Uh, And who notices? How do we? Uh, like, I, I think you're you're uh, on the rocks in your relationship, but I don't know how we. What what do we? Um, is it on the rocks? I I mean, it might be either distracted or like heartbroken or something like that. Heartache. Heartache. Heartache is what it is. Can you can you uh, mark heartache? And you can choose who who picks up on this. I think we did a really good job of honoring that in the previous episode of Chester noticing your distraction led to a lot of really good Chester and Elliot interaction. Uh, yeah, you can decide if that's, is it Chester again? Have you guys, like, formed a bond, or is it someone new? Uh, I would like it to be Lake. Aw, very good. Have some, some girl talk or whatever. Cool. Uh, do we want to see a little bit of, of that, uh, scene with you and Lake, or do we want to just have that be something that kind of carries over into next run? Yeah, no, this could be another text conversation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, Devani didn't believe me. What? How could she not believe you? We that that's that's what happened. That's literally what happened. I know. I guess it sounds kind of ridiculous. Well, I'm looking at her my page right now, and it looks like she's part of the uh, Nova Nation. So I I don't know. Maybe she's a you know diehard. I I don't know. I wouldn't sweat it too much. You you know the truth, and I think we we pulled out of this okay. So she'll she'll come around. She don't don't sweat it. You guys are you guys are really good together. You think so? Yeah. Just, I don't know, what if what if she's right and my songs aren't that good, you know? Elliot, you saw all of those people absolutely lose your mind. Would Entwistle or whatever the name of that band was back you up if if your songs weren't good? Would would she try to steal them if they weren't good? Okay. Fine. Thanks, Lake. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know how bad I needed that scene until it happened. That that totally made up for the last one. That was beautiful. That was so sweet. Okay, you guys have six crew style to spend. Uh, you can, you know, push towards the next level, get more famous. Uh, you can unlock things in the tier you're in, which includes, uh, small press merch, sticker spotted, and blurb. Uh, and each of those comes with benefits that come with them. You can read about them in the crew tab. Uh, you also have any time actions you can do. Uh, spend two style to unlock a portal zone on the map. Spend two style to roll a random opportunity. Clear three trouble, uh, roll a random challenge, or spend five style, clear a fracture. You guys don't have fractures to clear, uh, nor do you really have trouble right now. Yeah, what do you want to spend your crew style on? I kind of like the sound of blurb. Five style, your crew gets a mention in Slug Blaster magazine, Hillview's coffee news bulletin, etc. Everyone marks one legacy or gain plus one status with two factions. I like that one, too. I think that's a good call. Following up, doing the the crash course, like Weird Gravity's name was mentioned enough, and, and Lazy Bunny did 
show some stuff of our of our name, I guess. Yeah, I've also, as we this may be relevant here, I have uh, updated your faction scores. You are at plus two with Jet Collective and minus two with Lazy Bunny. Nice. <laughs> but what's our faction score with Dylan? <laughs> Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> I like blurb and then maybe put the remaining one in like our, our progress tick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, then if someone wants to mark that on the sheet, uh, what I need to know is, are you spending that on everyone takes one legacy for themselves or plus, uh, one status with two different factions? I think considering the, um, uh, networking nature of this run, I think it makes sense for factions. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I'm assuming because you guys are spending the points here that you guys get to choose who, who that manifests with. But I think we can all talk about like who makes sense. Jet Collective was there. That would be one. That would push you up to a plus three and maybe trigger an event. Uh, and then Scramcat because we ran their crash course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might make sense. Yeah. Uh, so that takes you to a plus three with Jet Collective, uh, which uh, speaking of that, uh, I'm going to take us to our final scene for this episode. As the final bell rings out to indicate the end of the school day, Angus Franklin saunters up to the door of Vice Principal Patterchuk's office to retrieve his M-phone, which, as is often the case, was confiscated at some point earlier in the day as a punishment for not paying attention. As the phone is handed back to him, something catches his eye. A new message notification from an unknown source. He flips open the screen expecting to find a wrong number or some sort of scam, but instead finds the following message. Hey, Weird Gravity. Thanks again for the assist. You guys ready to get into some real trouble? (laughs) 